Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Laguna Beach, the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. We have a lot of stuff to get to this week. I mean, it's been a big week for the Hills cast in the media. They're working really hard to get their names out there. They're they're going hard for this season too, and I respect that. Of course, I'll talk about that at the end of the podcast, as I do with basically all my other shit that I talk about. This week, we are going to go over the episode, Boyfriends Are Like Purses. And I have to say, like, the last few episodes of season two of Laguna are just complete reality TV gold. I mean, you can't get any better than it. It's all we want. I wish it was nominated for an Emmy because it deserved it. I don't know if they, I guess they don't really, like, nominate reality shows for Emmys, but they should because there's a lot of production work. There's a lot of storylines. There's a lot of editing. It deserves it. I know that, like, everyone's, like, Real Housewives of New York deserve an Emmy, I've never watched it, but I, I know a lot of clips and I know about Dorinda, who I think is my favorite, and they definitely deserve something because they always bring the heat. Again, this is all just what I'm told. For someone who doesn't watch much Bravo, I follow a ton of Bravo accounts, and it just seems like Real Housewives of New York always brings it. And they also say give Real Housewives of the Potomac a chance so if you guys aren't watching that but you're into like real housewives again the bravo pages say that you should watch it okay enough with me like trying to know what i talk about when it comes to real housewives i'm gonna talk about something i do actually know about which is laguna beach okay so during Kristen's little rundown we get teased with the lauren and jason relationship that none of us saw coming i mean i can actually remember when these episodes aired and i was in such shock i mean we never thought lauren would be like that we never thought lauren would go for a bad boy she loved Steven and a few people have asked me if Lauren had like a boyfriend during high school but I have no idea if she did have any other relationships they kept it really quiet I know that like she went to prom with Doug and stuff we found that out in the hills but it seems like she just wanted to be with Steven and that's that but I highly doubt that I'm guessing Lauren had a boyfriend in high school that wasn't Steven but again I think we were all really surprised that she would date someone like Jason who was a playboy and like cheated on everyone and drank all the time and loved to party. Like that's not the LC we know. So the episode starts off at the Conrad Castle and LC and Bunny are planning the summer kickoff event and they want to invite obvious people they miss, like the people in their grade. So Christina, Steven, Dieter, no low. I think the low down, <laughs> I think the low down was that LC and Lowe weren't friends at this point. And I talked about this a little bit in like an older podcast episode, but from what I've heard, allegedly, Jem Bunny, I'm saying allegedly so you don't sue me again or try and sue me, but I think what allegedly went down is that Jen told Lauren that Lowe was selling stories to tabloids about her or something like that. Like Lowe was spreading rumors about her and that was that. So LC just kind of chopped her off. That's where I got it from because I don't even think Low is in the Fight the Slide 2005 episode. I'm like trying to think about that, but I don't think we see Low during that. So I'm guessing that's what happened. And it happened sometime during this time period, right? Sometime when <laughs> Kristen was graduating high school, Elsie was told that Low was selling stories about her to magazines. Allegedly. Allegedly, Jem Bunny said that. Again, allegedly. But then they talk about inviting like some chill juniors. So... Lauren says she wants to invite Morgan, Taylor, Alex, Casey, and Bunny goes, what about some of the younger boys? She goes, we can invite younger boys. <laughs> and when Bunny says Jason Waller, she goes, Jason Waller can come. Lauren definitely thinks Jason's a little haughty. Don't blame her. 
even though he looked like 35. I swear he looks older in these episodes than he looks now. And I guess that's because he's clean now and that clean living looks very good on Jason. So the end of the episode, or scene, not episode, guys. We're not done with the episode yet. At the end of the scene, Jem Bunny goes, what comes before part B? And Elsie goes, part A? And she just kind of like sits there for a minute with that thought, then goes, ha, 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 ha. They both do like a big laugh. And it took me a very, very, very long time to understand <laughs> that little joke. Like, it took me longer than I even want to admit. I remember I watched this episode with my older cousin, and I was like, I don't get it. And she was like, you know, part party, part, part A, it's a part A. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't understand what you're saying. We saw Jason and Talon surf, but nobody skimboards quite like Steven. So Steven and Dieter have a little moment on the beach. And by that, I mean they're just hanging out. And I don't know if Dieter skimboards. I don't know if Dieter just chills and watches Steven skimboard, but it's all about moral support. <laughs> so we see Steven actually skimboard and do a backflip into the water, which seems to be his signature move. I really hope he still skimboards. I think about that sometimes. <laughs> Not really. I'm just thinking about it now. But I hope he does still, you know, get on that skimboard and give it a go because he's the king of it. So Steven says he's excited to hang with Lauren and hang out with her for the summer and so excited for the barbecue. And Dieter kind of asks what's going on with Lauren and Steven says nothing. As usual, nothing. They're friends. Come on, guys. Give us a little more than that, please. It's just a really quick scene between some bros enjoying the beach together, enjoying some skimboarding. And we're quickly brought to LC shopping. And Talon just so happens to show up in store. And Talon says he's sick of girls and then asks about Elsie and Steven. Her response, buds. They're just buds. And then she also invites him to her cookout because her cookout is going to be the event of the fucking summer and nobody is ready for it. Even though they might think they are, they're not ready for it. Because, again... Jay Wall and LC are going to become a couple and nobody can handle that. We finally get Kristen in the episode. I feel like some episodes takes a while to get her in, even though she's a narrator season two. It's Alex, Jessica and Kristen trying to get the old Azuzu started, but it doesn't start. And Jess asks about the oil and Kristen's like, I learned my lesson. And honestly, I had such a bad car. Like I've talked about it before. I had a 92 Corsica as my first car. I, I mean... I appreciate it. Like, my dad bought the car for me and everything. But, damn, that car used to overheat all the time. Like, in the worst places, there's this area in Boston called Mattapan. And it has a really bad reputation. And there's a lot of crime there and all this stuff. So, I broke down on Blue Hill Ave, which is, like, the worst part to break down in Mattapan. Like, that is not a great area at all. And I broke down. My friend Christina was with me. And I called AAA, so we're just sitting in my car waiting. I get out of the car and some dude jumps out of the like bushes. He's like, you looking for Charlie? I'm like, no, I'm not looking for Charlie. I'm waiting for AAA. <laughs> and he ran off. I don't know what would have happened if I told him I was looking for Charlie. I don't think it would have been great for me. But I think one of the best times I was overheating, it used to overheat, like I said, like all the time. I was overheating in a Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru and my car's like all smoking and stuff. <laughs> but I pull up and the woman, you know, I give her my card and she gives me it back and we're waiting on my bagel because I love bagels from Dunkin' Donuts. When I go home, I make sure I get one, either a plain bagel or a cinnamon raisin bagel toasted with butter. Ugh, that's my jam. But anyway... 
she was like, um, ma'am, your car's smoking. And I was like, yeah, can I just get my bagel? I'm going to be here for a little while. <laughs> and yeah, I got picked up and towed home. And I got to know a lot of tow truck drivers throughout my time until I got a new car. Fantastic. It did teach me a lot, though. It taught me a lot. So always get a shitty car at some point or maybe not later in life. Like when you can afford a good car, get a good car. But I think your first car should always be kind of a shit box because you might rear end somebody. I just feel like you need to know the value of having a piece of shit car. And it also teaches you a lot. Like, it teaches you what to do when your car overheats. Okay, we're at BBQ Prep, okay? We're at Lauren's house, Conrad Castle, getting ready for this barbecue that's going to kick off the summer and everyone's excited about. And I finally caught a moment with Steven's weird voice noise that he always does. Like, I talk about it a lot. I think about it a lot. Like, this specific moment, I think about all the time, which is kind of weird, but whatever. It's just like, it's a weird, 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 weird moment, okay? So just get ready, okay? I don't know why, but I think of that like, ooh, put that in my mouth all the time. Again, not sure why, but it just <laughs> haunts my dreams. So Bunny, Elsie, and Steven jump into the pool. We see a very flirty Steven and Elsie. She pours a bottle of water on his head, even though they're in the pool. And then he lifts her up and like body slams her into the water. <laughs> Romance at its finest. After the little pool scene, Steven starts cooking up some burgers and Dieter calls Talon. And Elsie, again, has no idea who Jay Wall is. Dieter calls Talon and is like, hey, Talon wants to know if it's cool if like Jay Wall and a couple other people come. And Elsie goes, who's Jay Wall? <laughs> like, again, she doesn't know the nickname and that's fine, but she's going to know the nickname soon, guys. She's going to know that nickname really well. We also see Alex M make like a casual early exit of the party. She's walking out wearing her denim coat, looking cool as hell, looking like Kelly Clarkson of Laguna. And she said she was actually leaving to go to, like, a different party that was more fun. It seems like production really wanted her to go to this one. And then she made her appearance, then left. And we love an early, almost Irish exit. Irish exits are my favorite. If you don't know what an Irish exit is, it means you're a little drunk and you leave without saying goodbye to anybody. <laughs> I'm really good at that. I'm good at leaving parties and not telling one person. And then getting a text like, where are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm in bed. I'm asleep. How weird. So Talon arrives with Wall in the crew. I don't know if Cedric's in this crew. I, I didn't see a Cedric, but maybe he's there. And when he walks down, we see Elsie checking him out hard. He takes off his shirt and we see that he also has tattoos. So we know that he's a bad boy. He has earrings, chin strap, tattoos, smoke cigarettes, bleaches. Well, not bleaches his hair. Gets some guy lights, wears a lot of gel in it. You know he's no good. Even if we didn't see him cheating on people, we knew he wasn't good at the time. So then we just see like Steven making patties. Like he goes, I'm forming them. Forming the patty burger. The burger patty? The burger patty. My bad. And Casey leaves. And there's a cute moment between Taylor and Talon. And I will always root for these two. I know they're both happily married with other people. But I think they were a really cute couple. And I kind of wish he chose her over Kristen because that would have been even more fun. Because then Kristen could have had somebody else. And I don't know. Again, this was 14 years ago, 13 years ago. So I'm trying not to get too upset by things anymore. 
But there's like a cute little moment and they both share her disgusted look and Taylor says she hates muscle heads like she's not into dudes who are super muscly because so Talon says like oh he seems like your type and she's like what I hate muscle heads or muscle guys I forget what she says. So now we're back to Elsie and Jason and she's talking about her school and he's just like trying to focus his eyes at this point. They look like they're glazing over, but he also looks very drunk. And it's funny because when he first gets into the pool, he has a can, but it was quickly switched to a red solo cup because production was like, no, 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 you guys can underage drink, but we have to hide it. Okay. And it seems like everyone's watching. Of course, it could have been like production, editing, whatever, but it looks like everybody is watching this train wreck of a relationship that we're going to be watching for the next like two years or one year I guess after this one season of a show and Elsie gets mad at him for smoking but like a gentleman he offers her a drag she's like no I don't smoke then it gets darker and Elsie tries to wrestle a cigarette out of Jason's hand and he like throws her to the ground you know just cute things like that and that's how we end the barbecue. Lots of flirting between J-Wall and Elsie. We finally get another Kristen moment and her and Zaddy Dennis are car shopping. And they're just kind of talking back and forth and he says it's a good day to buy a new car and she agrees. And they both agree that their car has been a trooper because I think it's called an Isuzu Trooper. Kristen's like really proud of that one. She's like, yeah, I thought of that myself. <laughs> so that's like a cute little moment. We always love to see Zaddy Dennis. But now it's basketball time between Talon and Jason and both agree that LC is really hot and Jason admits to liking her right away like he's only hung out with her once but he already likes her and they also agree that she's a keeper. Okay back to car shopping. Kristen gets a BMW. We love a happy ending. She keeps going. This is my car. Like like she keeps going dad is this for real? And she gets in she goes oh my god this is my car. My car. <laughs> she just keeps saying it like that. And she calls Alex and says she'll she'll pick her up at Jess's house later. Actually, she doesn't give a time frame, but we find out it's later because when she pulls up to Jess's house, it is nighttime. So we have that happy moment for Kristen. It kind of like reminds us like, hey, this is Kristen's season, not Elsie's. But we're going to go back to Elsie because... This is some shit production probably didn't even plan for. So Elsie and Jen talk about the barbecue. And Elsie says you can't look for a boyfriend. Me, I haven't been looking for a boyfriend for about 28 years. And one still hasn't come to me. No, I've had a, I've had one boyfriend, but I haven't found another. So I should just put blinders on when I go out. Don't look at me. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to look at a guy and go, don't look at me. So at first they start to compare boyfriends to sunglasses, shoes, and then... Finally, purses. That's my problem. What were you saying the other day? Same with shoes. You can't go look for shoes. Yeah, they just have to they come to you. They just have to come to you. No, we are saying that about sunglasses. No, I think it's more like purses, actually. You're always going to have that one boy that you're always comfortable with, and you're, you're always kind of like, right? That's that's your purse that you wear everywhere, right? <laughs> then you have that gorgeous bag that you want everyone to see you with. Yeah, but the gorgeous bag is usually an ass or costs a lot of money. Then you have, like, those other purses that you really like, but you don't really want to be seen with. And then like clockwork, the purse that she does want to be seen with, who is also an asshole, calls her, Jason. <laughs> and he asks Elsie to go on a date. And she says, yes, she'd love to. She always like changes her voice around guys. Everybody has that friend who like changes their voice around guys. And you're like, why? Why? But she kind of just talks like this. <laughs> and she admits she hasn't been on a date since December. And Jen and Heidi Montag, before we even knew she was Heidi Montag, were shaken that he asked her on a date. And Elsie doesn't think Steven would be mad and also says she's over him 102%. So Jason rolls up looking like a gorilla in a clown car. 
And Elsie is talking with her parents and she tells them that Jason's like a really nice guy, but they continue to like roast her and they're like, tell him to come down. We want to speak to him. She's like, no. So Jason comes to the door and then they get in his little weird car. And I'm like, how is this street legal? Like there's barely a windshield. There's no seatbelts. I'm very nervous. I don't know if I'd get in it. But again, if I was 17 and Jason Waller asked me to get into his clown car, I would definitely say for sure. So they're talking about the day and Elsie's like, it's hot today. And he goes, yeah, I'm like hot right now. And she goes, we're in a hot rod. Like she's always so proud whenever she makes any kind of joke because, you know, Elsie is not the funny friend. So when she makes a joke and thinks it's a good one, she wants to like play on it for a while. (laughs) And this is when they call each other cute at least 300 times, maybe not 300, but a solid 50 times. And as they're pulling up, like it's kind of weird. Jason goes, you better have fun tonight. And she goes, of course I will. I'm with you. And he goes, that was cute. Like, like he doesn't even finish cute. He just goes, cute. So they go to this really nice place called The Rooftop. And it's also where the first scene of the last episode of The Hills was between Ashley and Audrina. Sneaky production. We know. We know where that is. We know that that's where Jason and Elsie called each other cute 300 times. How dare you bring his new wife there? That is sacred ground, MTV. Again, he calls her hun and cute about 20 times before we get to a Dieter and Steven scene. And we have Dieter telling Steven that he has heard the most standard stuff about Lauren. The most standard stuff about Lauren today from Jen. The most standard stuff about Lauren. Guess what she's doing right now. What? She's going on a date with Jay Wall. Where? She's going on a date with Jay Wall. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind. I swear. Who told you this? Jen. Interesting. It's like, it sucks, dude. She's my best chick friend, but it's like, what am I supposed to do? She's setting herself up. He's a player, dude. He's a player. Good luck. <laughs> I can't see their date right now, too. It's like, almost odd couple. And I have to admit, I love that Dieter's looking out for Lauren. And a lot of people wonder if, like, Dieter had a crush on Lauren or anything. But I genuinely think that they just had, like, a really solid friendship. Sometimes you can be friends with the opposite gender people. So we get a bit more of Jason and Elsie saying cute before they head to the hot tub. And hold on. Hold on. Get ready. You look really cute. What? You look really cute. And I didn't cut the end of that because it's just awkward. They just keep looking at each other and smiling and staring. But Jason's like, I got Elsie. I'm happy. I got Elsie. So they end up going to the hot tub. And Kristen finally gets to Jess's house. It is nighttime. So I don't know what she was doing, but it's such a pure friendship moment. They all get into the car and the um, windshield wiper starts going off. Which is really funny because Kristen's like, I don't know how to stop them. It's just, I love like genuine friend moments that happened on this show. And that was definitely one of them. Okay, enough about Kristen, guys. Okay, that's what production. Production's like, we're not going to talk about Kristen right now. We're going to talk about Jason and Elsie. So You and Me by Lifehouse starts to play and they flirt and they kiss. And, you know, you start wondering, is she going to change the bad boy? I guess we're just going to have to wait and see because we have no idea, right? At this point, there's no social media. As I've talked about in previous episodes again, I love that there was no social media. 
Because we have no idea what's going to happen between them. It's not like we can see that they are following each other or posting pictures of each other or anything like that. So we don't know what's going to happen, guys. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think he's going to get drunk and kiss Jessica? I don't know. Good episode all around. Lots of cute. A lot of being cute. Fun little barbecue. All recipe for a solid Laguna episode. So I want to wrap up Brody and Caitlin this week. I never want to talk about them again. <laughs> I know, obviously, I'll have to. I kind of went on saying that I thought they were fake and, you know, my attitude really changed towards them within the course of like an hour last weekend. But I do think that they broke up for real. I think they stayed together for the show. I think they both wanted their names out there. And Brody is now dating Josie Canseco, I want to say her last name is. And she's young. She's only 22 and he's 36. Bravo Historian posted something about how like he's a serial monogamous like he's always dating people even if he's just getting right out of a relationship and I honestly think that Brody has a lot more in common with Caitlyn Jenner not Caitlyn with two ends Caitlyn with one end his family then he wants to admit and I think that scares him a lot that he sees himself in Caitlyn Jenner but other Caitlyn Jenner and Miley Cyrus I don't know if they're like a real couple or just having fun or what but Miley released a song slide away oh my god it's so good I haven't heard a good Miley Cyrus song in a long time. It's almost like she listened to this podcast and was like, I heard Laguna Biatch saying I'm not authentic. I don't know myself. Well, this song's incredible. If you haven't heard it, I highly suggest you give it a listen. One thing that came out this week, Whitney was talking about something that happened 10 years ago with her and Leonardo DiCaprio. Way to throw everybody off. They seriously, they're working overtime to make sure their name just stays in the media. And the Hills, like I said, they're really, they're really pushing for that season too. And she said that her and Leo DiCaprio had a BBM relationship. My God, like, I don't believe this. I really, I don't because I know that, like, I'm sure he hit on her, but she said he was, like, a big fan of The City and he was sad that he missed an episode, but I also know he used to watch Jersey Shore. So who knows? I've heard a lot of weird things about Leonardo DiCaprio, right? So one thing that I remember hearing is that like when he has sex with a girl, he'll only do it doggy style and he wears headphones the whole time. I think Morgan Stewart said that. I think Morgan Stewart's the one who said that like her friend had sex with Leonardo DiCaprio and he wore headphones. But then my sister-in-law, she lived in Vegas and a lot of her friends used to hook up with celebrities. So allegedly, Polly D refuses to wear condoms. That's something her friend said, allegedly. And allegedly, her friend had sex with Leonardo DiCaprio and he wore headphones the whole time. So I just think that's really weird. And it also takes you out of like, I don't know, the moment of having sex. Like, what are you listening to? Are you listening to Laguna Biatch the podcast? I think you might be. I think he's a fan. I think he's a biatch. <laughs> but again, I think it's like a weird. It's just it's weird to bring it up 10 years later. But then again, I'm also doing a podcast about a show that was 13 years old. It's all weird. But I also think she's really excited about the attention because Whitney's very bland like I said, she's like a lamp. Like, I forget she's there, but I like her. I know she's necessary. I also put up a story about how a lot of my friends' boyfriends don't like me. Like, it's just been something I've dealt with forever. And I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because I'm loud, if I'm opinionated. If you're being a dick, I'll tell you you're being a dick. Probably that. <laughs> Probably a little bit of everything. Even my friend Taylor. Um, She's been great, by the way. My friend Taylor, she actually, she called me. She's like, I listen to your podcast every week and you've never given me a shout out. So this is Taylor's shout out. But her fiance, at the, well, it's her husband now, but at the time, I think maybe they were just dating. But him and I had a weird little moment where I was a dick to him and he got mad at me. So I apologized for that. And then there was another weird little moment where I got too drunk and I was an asshole to his friends. So I had to apologize to that. 
So I understand why her husband wasn't a huge fan of me for a while. But my thing is, I'll always apologize if I do something bad. Like if I know that I hurt someone's feelings, I do apologize for it. So my other friend recently got engaged and she keeps telling me that like her fiance doesn't dislike me. He just doesn't like to go out. And I'm kind of like, well, I do other things besides drink. I know that in my Instagram, it looks like I drink a ton, but I really don't. And I was talking to someone who I work with who also knows him. And he was like, she probably uses a scapegoat before. Like she probably used you to say like, oh, well, I got this drunk because of Kelly. Or I've also heard that she's told people I have a drinking problem, which I don't. Like maybe, maybe I get too drunk. Maybe that's, you know, sometimes I don't know where to cut myself off, but I try to a lot. But yeah, it's just like a weird thing. And it's weird because I'm, my two best friends down here, Rita and Brittany, like I get along with their boyfriends really well. And it's like the first time ever that I get along with boyfriends. And I've always just kind of thought about that. And I wonder if it's because other relationships, maybe the guy's not as mature or maybe I had said something that upset them, but they don't want to actually like talk to me about it because they don't want to be a mature human. So there are a couple little things that I've been wondering about. And I guess the the latest one, the latest one has hurt me a lot because he doesn't know me. He's never spent any real time with me. And I don't think it's fair to like judge someone you don't know unless they're a celebrity. <laughs> so next week, there is no podcast. There will be no podcast next week because my mom's in town. Really excited, really nervous, but really excited. And we're going to see the Backstreet Boys. And I cannot freaking wait. I'm going to lose my shit as I do at all concerts. Backstreet Boys especially, though, like, I really, I really go hard at Backstreet Boy concerts. I won't have a voice the next day. It'll be fantastic. But I am excited to spend some, like, quality one-on-one time with her. I haven't seen my mom since January, and I haven't had, like, one-on-one time with my mom in years. Probably since the last Backstreet Boy concert, to be honest. But I think it'll be good, and I'm excited. So I do have some bad news about my cat. Um, this week has been a hard one. I might get a little emotional talking about this, but I found out that she is blind. Her, her vision's going really quickly. Um, and she also has kidney disease. And this is like a really tough time for me because she's my best friend. She's been with me almost 19 years. I'm going to do whatever I can to keep her happy, keep her healthy or as healthy as I can and just comfortable. I really think that's important. And, you know, a couple people at work, one person in particular was like, how much are you really going to spend on your cat? And I'm like, first of all, that's fucking rude. Second of all, I am aware of her age. Like, I'm not going to I can't put her under for anything because she won't wake up like she's too old for that. But yeah, I kind of got that news um, this week. So it's been kind of a sad week and I cried a lot <laughs> and it's OK to cry. So rom-com life. I'm going to give you a little bit of an update. He didn't talk to me all week at work. So I was like, fuck, you probably listen to the podcast. But we ended up going to the pool yesterday and he said like his friend was coming. So he texted me Friday night and he's like, Hey, do you want to go to the pool tomorrow? My friend from the gym is going to meet us there, but we don't have any, like, we're not in a relationship. I don't want you to feel like a third wheel. And I was kind of like, oh yeah, whatever. Like, I don't care. I wouldn't feel that way anyway. So we get there and his friend never shows up and we're kind of drinking and I kind of maybe got too flirty and he said that like, no, because we work together. So that's where we're at. That's where I'm at. That's where rom-com life is at. And it's totally fine. Like I said, like he's such a nice guy. So even if we stay just friends, like totally fine with that as well. But I did put myself out there, guys. I am trying to take my own fucking advice for once instead of just giving advice. Taylor Swift, new song Lover is incredible. So many people just like want to make it a full time of hating Taylor Swift. Like I don't like the Kardashians at all, but I don't take any time out of my day to like post in my Instagram story being like fucking hate the Kardashians. Just want to remind you, okay? Even they're coming out with like, um, I think lipstick 
on the same day Taylor Swift is releasing her album. Maybe it's perfume. I don't know. Something to do with their brand. And you don't see me. I'm not like, fuck them. They think they're going to take away from my girl Taylor. Like, I don't care. I don't know. People just, like I said, they make it a full-time hobby on hating Taylor Swift. (laughs) I might do a bonus episode after I get to listen to, like, her whole album and kind of talk about my favorite songs, things like that. If you guys think that's a good idea, let me know. You know I love Taylor. That's all I can say. But my mom will be here, and she's not a huge Taylor Swift fan, so... I guess I could still play the album and my mom would have no idea. (laughs) She wouldn't even notice what I'm doing. But all right. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. Go listen to the new Miley Cyrus song, Slide Away. It's so good. Also, watch Four Weddings and a Funeral. I don't know if I've talked about that enough. It's on Hulu if you have it. It it was a movie. Now it's a show. And Maya, who's the main character, makes me want to strangle someone. She makes me so frustrated. And then there's another character, Ainsley, who I adore. And there's a quote she says this week. She goes, you show up for the people that matter. And that gave me chills and also made me want to cry. I've been very emotional this week, okay? But it's a great show. I feel like it's really corny. But if you're into like corny romantic shows, this is a show for you. Four Weddings and a Funeral on Hulu. Go watch it. Okay, not an ad. (laughs) It's not an ad. Oh, real quick. Sorry, I keep like forgetting things. I tweeted about how on Saturday I was woken up by a FaceTime and it was like 7 a.m. I was kind of awake, but usually on Saturday I'll wake up for a little while, go back to bed, that type of thing. It was Courtney Mayo. That's like when people ask me who I'm closest with on the cast of Laguna, it's Courtney Mayo and Cami. I talk to them the most, but a lot of people, unless you've been following since like day one, don't really know who Courtney is. She's a legend. She's a true legend. But she like woke me up and then we were just kind of talking. She's in Miami and she goes, you look really cute when you wake up with your sleepy eyes. I was like, thanks, because I don't feel very cute right now. (laughs) But hopefully Courtney comes to Nashville and I'll get her on the podcast. And even if I don't get her on the podcast, like it'll still be fun. Okay, that's all I have, folks. What's up? Who used to say that? That's all, folks. That's like a Looney Tunes thing. But I hope you guys have an awesome week. No new podcast next week. Very sorry, and I still don't know if I'm doing season three yet. Well, hey, it's me again. (laughs) Usually I don't record on Mondays, but today I was an asshole. So today I really want to, like, clear the air about something. There is another Laguna Beach Hills fan page called The Hills New Beginnings. Hang on. It's called The Hills New Beginnings Fans, and I really fucked up. Um, I posted something today, and they were tagged in my post, and I was like, oh, they blocked me a long time ago. Well, it turns out I blocked them, so that's my bad. And after I unblocked them, they kind of put up a post saying that, like, my followers were attacking them and stuff like that, which obviously isn't cool. Like, I hope you guys don't do that. (laughs) But I really messed up. You know, I did message them, and I apologized. And I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but they were very nice about it. And they were like, you know, we I really like your crazy-ass personality, basically. And I'm like... Yeah, sometimes I get I do get angry like I do get crazy. And what happened? I just want to explain myself real quick. What happened was right when the hills started up again, a lot of new like hills and Laguna pages started jumping up, popping up And that specific page started following my followers. So right away, I was like pissed. I was like, they're trying to like poach my followers. Fuck you. Like I'm done. So I blocked them. You know, maybe not the best way to go about it. But again, my content was getting stolen by like very cavalier e-news in these new pages. So I was just trying to like protect my little baby of Laguna Biatch. And sometimes I get a little crazy and I'm the first to admit it. But I hashed it out with the person who runs the page 
And I just want to say like on the podcast, that was bad by me. Like I should have actually talked to this person. And I also thought they blocked me, but I blocked them. And I put up a post saying all that. So I'm sorry. Like I said, sometimes like I just I get mad. Like I feel like people want to steal stuff on my page and certain things were stolen, not by them, by other people. So I just started like blocking every single hills and Laguna page that followed me just because I didn't want to have to deal with that. So again, I want to apologize to um, the Hills New Beginnings fan page. All they post about is New Hills, basically. So if you're into the New Hills, go follow them. And again, that was my bad. Like I said, I'm, I mean, I will always admit when I'm an asshole, and I was definitely an asshole in this situation, but the person who runs that page was really cool, accepted my apology, so I I usually don't record on Monday, but I did want to, you know, come on and say that because sometimes, sometimes things happen. <laughs> sometimes I overreact. Sometimes I do. And everybody overreacts. And as long, I feel like as long as you can like pull yourself back and be like, oh, wow, that, that wasn't cool of me to do. That's all you can do. All you can do is apologize. So the page is cool. The person who runs it super nice. And I did get a call from the vet today. Luckily... My cat is in the earlier stages of kidney failure. See this? This podcast is a true roller coaster, but she's in the earlier stages. And, you know, hopefully she she does have a lot more time with me because I am not ready to lose her. Trying to think what else. That's all I got. <laughs> I just want to come on and say that and kind of clear the air with that. No podcast next week. Um, Maybe a short podcast about Taylor Swift's new album just as like, a little fun one for me to do. And then we'll be back on on track with, with podcasts every week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to tell your friends. Um, rate, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And thank you guys for letting me be a little nuts. But have an awesome week. Thank you guys so much for listening. And sorry that the podcast at the end was kind of like all over the place. Now I'm really signing off. <laughs> have an awesome week.